This is Madman Pondo, and you're listening to Live and in Color with Wolfie D. Tune in, or I'll come to your house with a saw bat and shove that thing up your ass. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his time in the territories with PG-13, to his time in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more. Nothing is off limits, and nothing will be held back. Thanks again for tuning in. Here he is, Wolfie D. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome one more time to the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. And today we're doing just an easy episode. This one is going to include two watch-alongs of what I would consider legendary matches. They're going to be your hardcore, more awesome deathmatch, true Texas death matches with the Rock and Roll Express. Now, this is a legendary match. Before we get started, Wolfie, give us a little thoughts on this match. Well, I had some ideas and stuff like that, and they kind of laughed at me. But as we'll see, and, uh, you know, bless Mark Curtis, dead now, and what a good guy he was. He was a great guy. Um, but anyway. The buildup to this was you guys had been working them, and this was really like a blow-off because you were going to start a new feud. This was right in the beginning part of the Smoky Mountain USWA feud. Some might say this is even like the spark that kicked it off. Absolutely. Guys- the thing that kicked it off, and this was a great, great match, man. A really great match. And I'll tell you about some of this stuff that didn't go like we thought it was going to go, but <laughs> still, yeah. it was still good. Oh, yeah, and I'm so excited to hear what you think as we watch it. So get your YouTube pulled up. The match will be in the description of the show notes. So just look in the show notes. You will see the link to this match to where you can pull it up and watch it with us. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey folks, to get your official Live and in Color with Wolfie D merchandise, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Live Wolfie D. Check it out. If you're listening to Live and in Color with Wolfie D on Apple Podcast and like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a five-star rating. And while you're at it, write a review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you'd like to hear in the future. It's very important to us and always appreciated. Thanks again. Hey, Wolfie D fans, this is Jimmy. Due to some system issues at the time of recording, we had a little mix-up with the video, and you need to start this Rock and Roll Express versus PG-13 video at 56 seconds. If you start at 56 seconds, when I say go, everything will be lined up perfectly. Thank you all for listening. Once again, this is PG-13 versus Rock and Roll Express in a Texas death match. This is 1995 in the Mid-South Coliseum. Oh, man, this is a blast. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to count us down, three, two, one, go, and we will watch this match with Wolfie D. Wolfie, are you ready? Yeah, man, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So three, two, one, go. There's your boy right there. 
I got Ricky talking right now. Yeah, he's good at that. He's very good at that. Yeah. It's so funny. Look at that house, though. Oh, man. It's killer. That's a Mid-South Coliseum. It's fucking packed out. <laughs> Mark Curtis. Rest in peace. Oh, man. What a cool guy. I didn't know him. I never met him. Listen, yeah, to only... I don't know what you guys think, but rest in peace, Lance, too. Yeah. Yeah. Corey, man, look at the. Huh. So many people gone now. Yeah. Look at that house, though. Look at that house. Hmm. Stiff hubcap shots. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but that was our idea was uh, because of what happened the week before whatever so we come in and we we didn't come through obviously through the the entrance right we through the stands what a match man this was awesome. I love this match. Look at that crowd. Look at, I mean, this was just cool as shit. Yeah. You sissy son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those uh, I love you I mean I'm serious The boxer touch Poking out above the shorts That was true Like people wore it like that At that time Now of course they Either don't wear it like that Or they show their whole butt But I'm not going to get into that We were OGs on that man. We were You OGs. were definitely OGs on that <laughs> And this spot right here, guarantee that was my idea. Yeah. Uh, powder in the Yeah. One, two, three. I told Jamie, I said, do that. Fucking pull it out of your pocket and do that. Yeah. So now you got a second rest period. And then a 10 count. So I, I love this match. I love the concept of the match too. Yeah, here it comes. Here it comes. I think there it is. There he is, right there. Boom. No speaker. Yeah. You yeah. See it? Yeah. You see it? Yeah. Yeah. Take his nose, A's booger. <laughs> I saw that, dude. That's crazy. And he sits in, down. My, in my match. I mean, I got a nose picker. <laughs> Love it. 
Love it. He love like, it. Love do you it. think he saw that he was on video and like set that now? Uh, he had no idea, but <laughs> this dude fucking picks his nose and fucking. <laughs> I don't even know why he does that. I mean, who would do that? Right. I don't Roberts, even Roberts trying to take good bumps. Oh, man. How how good were they? I mean, could you work one or the other and there was a difference at all? Or were they just oh, like... Oh, absolutely. Ricky, yeah. Ricky is like the best. Robert is awesome, but gets lazy sometimes. And Yeah. I hope you can see that. And I, yeah, I just love Robert and I hope he don't hear this and think that I'm fucking knocking him bit. But would he call you off and just say, hey, give me a second, or what would he say to tell you to stop? Or? Uh, no, he just no, he just wouldn't do the shit that Ricky would do. I don't know how to explain yeah. that. Yeah, Ricky bleeding already out there. Yeah, Ricky's got color. Yeah. Boom. I always thought JC Jamie had a little Hispanic looking going on there. <laughs> no offense to JC or Hispanic people, but no, no. JC, look, look, look how light that was. Yeah, I'm just like, man, hit me, man, hit me. Right. But not to say that it didn't hurt because he did hit me, but yeah, like fucking lay it in, yeah, because I'm gonna sell it like you did, so yeah, dude. At this time, Jimmy Street would have paid a million dollars probably if I had it to <laughs> be in the, the position you were in. <laughs> And see that right there. I fucking hated that. I hated that. Robert used to do that a lot. And I'm not going to expose anything, but I didn't fucking like that. Just just not connecting on stuff? Yeah, it fucking hit me. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And see, the way me and Ricky worked together was good. Oh yeah, that was the the highlight, man. Look at that! Sure. What a yeah. punch! What a punch! Yeah. Uh, what a punch! Yeah. I mean, did you feel a thing? Was it pretty light? <laughs> Sometimes, but man, Ricky was like, Ricky. We all know that, man. Ricky's good, man. Right, right. Oh, you know that Ricky's good for sure. But just the way we did this match was like very awesome. Very awesome. I love this match. It's a great match, man. It's a great match. So did Robert and never take nothing away from Jamie. Jamie is a fucking great worker. A great he is, man. He is. And this shit right here, I mean, look at the house. Look at the yeah. house. Yeah. Fucking 
So, like, when you paid their money to come watch this. So when when Ricky threw you out a little bit ago, you did not even hardly you. I can tell you hit the ropes a little to slow your momentum down. Nowadays, they do a full on hook around the rope. I've noticed that. Like you, however, you just slow the momentum. Then I'm going. And my my point was when if you throw me out of the ring, I'm going to hit the fucking bike rail. Right. Yeah. Man, Ricky's in great shape right here, too, you know? Powder everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just everywhere. At least they're not throwing it in a clump. They're throwing cocaine at everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. That's probably true, right? (laughs) Here, you have some cocaine. You have some. (laughs) Everybody gets cocaine. This table, let me tell you, this is a legendary table. Uh, I don't know if you remember Randy Savage, uh, Pal Drived. I can't remember. It was a Lawler or something. But this table has withstood years of wrestling. Same table. Table is, oh, my God, it's so hard. We were trying to break it. We wanted to break it. But yeah. you'll see that we could not. Yeah. And that hurt. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, that hurt. And because yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna try to break it. That, that if you'll notice here, we put it up again. And all right, we're gonna break it this time. <laughs> we're not. This thing was made out of fucking oak wood or something. I don't know. It looks, you can tell it's not your normal table, man. It's not your. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. I remember uh, watching Randy Savage uh, pile drive. I think it was Lawler. I don't think they even broke it. Nobody can break this table in Memphis. The rock and roll, man, they're doing some heel tactics right there. I, you know, that's pretty crazy to see. Yeah. Randy, I can't remember. But look at Jamie, though. I love that right there. Yeah. Jamie was going off. So this was supposed to be a table break. Oh, yeah. Will not break. Nope. Yeah. Nope. And so yeah. this was not supposed to happen. I wasn't supposed to have to try it again, but oh, I did. Man. And still, the motherfucker didn't break. Golly, you can you can tell it's sturdy by the way you when you stand on it. There's no bowing to it. No, like, look at it. Look at it. It was built <laughs> fucking tough as shit. Yeah. But it was supposed to break. That was supposed to be the deal. It was supposed to break. So now here in the match is when uh, certain things kind of break down. I'll show you here in a minute. Okay. Lawler was supposed to come out and stop Buddy. Buddy will be here in a minute. So here's the 10 count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bleeding. Fucking Jamie's checking on me. Ten count. Yeah. And Ricky get up. 
Robert's calling for a timeout. Curtis, oh yeah, Curtis came in with a bucket of water and threw it on and tried to revive Ricky or whatever. <laughs> and then the other referee, Bill Rush, came down and started down. Hit. Look, look, Jamie's punches are so good right here. Oh my God, those are such good punches. Yeah, they really are. But we are all kind of like, what the fuck? Because uh, just trust me. It's, all right, so now Jamie and, and Ricky are fixing to get on the table. It, it didn't break, so we're now going to try to break it again. Which ain't going to happen. <laughs> Ricky takes the backdrop. Nah. Nice punch, nice punch. Look good. I think, okay, yeah, this is the double hubcap fucking beat down. Yeah. Look at that. Oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing, bro. I love that. Fucking beat them. Yeah. Beat them. Here comes Buddy. Buddy was never supposed to get in the ring. Never, ever. Lawler was supposed to be there. So Lawler wasn't there. So now Buddy is walking around like, okay, what am I fucking doing? Yeah. Did Lawler send him out instead? Is that what it happened? No. Lawler just, I don't know what happened. Lawler was not there. Buddy okay. was never supposed to get in the ring. Gotcha. So we just all improvised right now. So we're just doing all this like improv. Okay, okay. Looks good though. You can't tell. He's like, I mean, you yeah. Just, Unless was you that you? It, no. You were leaning on the table. It looked like you said, "What the?" <laughs> but look, here comes Buddy again. Now Lawler yeah. gets there. Yeah. Listen to the crowd. Uh, uh, uh. That was supposed oh, to happen before all that other shit. Yeah. Dude, y'all have got to be dog tired at this point, man. I don't know what happened right there. I really don't. Because of the whole fuck up. But then here comes Tracy. And this yeah. is the, the bottle. Oh, yeah. That's it. Breaks the bottle. Jamie's head. Is that one of them jobs you would bake for a minute to get it to yeah, break? Yeah. It? yeah. Bake the bottle. Yeah. Now they got sugar glass. Yep. Listen to Lance, though. His of it all. I love it. I know Tracy as an outstanding young man. Yeah. So there's Buddy, Tracy, bless their hearts. God, they're all gone. I know, man. It's so hard. Though, like, what great workers, what cool people. 
Watch the hair, man. Watch the hair, brother. <laughs> Look, all Hey, they broke flies over here. Come on, Jamie, get up, get up, get up. He's dead. Look at him. He's dead. He is. He is. He's out. dead. Can he? Can he do the Undertaker? Can he do it? I don't think he can. <laughs> no, he can. He's out, man. Yeah. But what did he? Cool. I really love that man. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it wasn't me. Uh, I would watch that match and be like, that's cool. Oh, yeah, totally. So let me ask you this, man. So you guys, after this match, you all, they win and you all walk to the back. What is the first thing you all do? Are you going to clean up? Or are you all hugging each other, thanking each other? What what's what happens there uh, after? Pretty sure we all hugged each other because we knew it was good. Yeah, y'all just tore the house down, basically. Yeah, and uh, we, we knew. Yeah. We- yeah, I mean, are you like we broke that table? We couldn't break the table. I mean, I would love to be a. <laughs> that was the, the funny part. That was the funny part. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That was the funny part. Is that that fucking? I don't know what that fucking thing is made of. <laughs> oh. Supposed yeah. break on that first DDT, and it didn't. It didn't break on the second one. It didn't break on anything we did to it, man. So, whoever made that, man, kudos to them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, in this perspective now, of course, we know this is the kickoff to the USWA Smoky Mountain Wrestling feud. At this point, though, you know, the Rock and Roll Express turning heel. And I know, actually, it ends up uh, Ricky uh, leaves Smoky Mountain for a little bit due to an issue with Tracy's uh, wife and and Ricky's fiance or or vice versa. But anyway, you know, kind of killed that. But you all had moved on to the Heavenly Bodies and and everything. So really, you all are working through their best tag teams. So USWA's best tag team, Smoky Mountain's best tag team. And I know we've talked about this feud back in the beginning of the podcast. But, you know, really, I think this feud was one of the best in wrestling. I'll say it because and you guys were so much ingrained in it. I think, you know, you said, I wish it could have gone over more to the Smoky Mountain side. Some reason it didn't, but it started to near the end and then Smoky Mountain closed down. Just give us some words on that time, man. You guys are really coming into your own almost at the point where now you're so good at your craft at this point. It's like, I love you. Yeah. I'm telling you that that time right there was so awesome. And I knew yeah. we had something special going on. And I mean, it, it, it contributed to ticket sales. Right. People were right. coming. I mean, you can look at that match and see how many people were there. So, right. I mean, no arguing that. And that's just yeah. it's awesome. It was really awesome. And I, I, I'm grateful that I had that opportunity. I'm grateful to Ricky and Robert. I love it, man. That was awesome. 
I mean, I don't mean this in a bad way, but this may be a way that really almost legitimized PG-13 because they had been working the midnights for a decade. And you guys, not to say you weren't good in your own, but you had been working some great teams like the Eliminators and, of course, Doug and, and Tommy and all that. But, man, the Rock and Roll Express, that is like a Hall of Fame tag team. And you guys are looking not only like you belong there, but you are on par with them in these matchups, you know? Absolutely, man. Uh, and, and like I said, I I am grateful uh, that I had that opportunity. Honestly. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And I look at that match. Like, when I look at it, we just watch it together. Just yeah. it makes me feel good because I know that it was it was something that was cool. Very yeah. cool. Uh, for that, not only Memphis, but you know, before the internet and all that kind of stuff, people look at it now, yeah, and say, damn, that shit was good, you know, it was, it was. And honestly, in the USWA, I mean, I know, you know, it started out with Eric Embry and Jared Jarrett and Jeff and Jerry, and you know, they bought world class and so the cwa and world class kind of came together after the cwa had ended and then uswa had happened and we can you know someday talk about that uh, a little more in depth but when you all came along you came in at a time that a lot of those guys were trying to move on and you all it really made room for you guys to shine at that point absolutely and 100 percent, i say this all the time Randy Hales believed in us. Randy Hales believed in us. Randy Hales made PG-13. Yeah. I give him all the fucking credit because he's the one that said, I'm going to push these guys. I'm going to fucking do this and, you know, you know, all the angles yeah. we had and the money that we drew and stuff like that. Uh, I give Randy all the credit, man. I really do, man. And I appreciate him for uh, doing that for us and kind of yeah. make our career. Yeah. Well, but that was hey, a good match, man. I, I love that match. Was. That was one of my favorite. You know, people ask me, what's your favorite match, Wolfie? Mm, that might be the one. I don't know. That was just good, even though there was a couple of fuck ups in it. Uh, I just really love that match, man. I don't know. It's well, just cool to me. Yeah, well, going from one match to the next match here, and this match is called PG-13 versus Ox Harley and Madman Pondo in IWA Mid-South in 97. Now, this <laughs> is this turns from a work shoot <laughs> to a legit shoot. And, yeah. and, you know, if you haven't seen this match, you're really going to enjoy it. But we'll be right back. <laughs> Let's take a quick time out and get a word from one of my dope-ass sponsors, and we'll be right back with more Live and in Color with Wolfie D. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights.
Hey folks, this is Wolfie D here. And if you are looking to buy or sell a home in Tennessee or Southern Kentucky, you're gonna wanna call my buddy, the rock star realtor, Benji Bowie. And you say, Wolfie, how do I get in touch with this rock star? Well, you can call him directly at 615-390-8216. You can go to his website, BowieHomes.com. That's B-U-I-E Homes.com. Or you can email him at BenBowie34 at gmail.com. When you need a home, you need the Rockstar Realtor. Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with this very special episode. It's a two-match watch-along. I don't know if we're going to call it hardcore, PG-13 is hardcore, or maybe just PG-13 watch-along. Either way, you'll see that when you download the thing. And again, we thank you all so much for listening and doing this with us. Our watch-along episodes are some of our more popular episodes. Not quite Ask Wolfie Anything level, but at the same time, we thank you all for joining us with this. So again, we just watched the Rock and Roll versus PG-13 death match. That was a great legendary match. This one, however, is not what you would say legendary in the pantheon of PG-13. But what I love about it is this is a legit shoot here on certain levels. So <laughs> Wolfie, build us up to this. You're going to IWA Mid-South. You got Ian Rotten, Madman Pondo here. Talk a little bit about IWA Mid-South. Well, I knew what I was getting into. Man, I always liked I liked Ox. I like Pondo a lot. We have him on the show and stuff like that. Yeah. But in this situation, I can't remember the year 95, 96. We were working for WWE. Yeah. You know, they said, hey, if you're going to do indie shows, no color. Don't get color. Right. So I'm going to IWA Mid-South, which was known for fucking doing stupid shit. (laughs) Everybody got color. (laughs) Yeah, everybody got color. And then also the fans brought weapons. Right. Okay, so if and I swear I saw this a baseball with nails sticking out of it. Oh my god. Let me let, let me ask you this. Before you bring it to the show, where has it been? Hard to tell. <laughs> exactly. And then when you bring it to the show, how many people have been hit with that? It's like sharing needles or something to me. Yeah, it's and gross. So I told, uh, we're, we're working Ox and Pondo, and I said, hey, man, you can hit me with any blunt objects, stop signs, chairs, whatever. I said, don't hit me with none of that stupid shit. Right. And so it happens that in the match, and it was actually Jamie that fucking brought a uh, one of those red wiffle ball bats that had tacks all around them. Oh, my gosh. 
and hit something. I don't know. He hit me, or no, he didn't hit me. He he hit one of them. But anyway, so he brings the shit into the match. So then I get pissed off. Yeah. And before we went out there, you know, I already talked to him. I had known Pondo for a long time. Yeah. Had an ox. Ox acted like, you know, he had a problem. So right. we get out there, and then hopefully in this uh, clip that we watch here, we can kind of see that, that I was like, <laughs> like you and you don't like me. <laughs> you can tell. And there's a certain element to where I've seen this a couple times, and you are throwing live rounds, and you can tell it's oh, yeah. uh you're oh, not yeah. holding anything back, and and honestly, you can no, tell by you, the re- if you yeah. watch my mouth. Uh, this video looks a little different than the ones I've seen before, but you'll see me yeah. cuss. I'm cussing them. I'm like, yeah. fucking lay off, dude. Lay off. Yeah, this match is 17 minutes and 35 seconds. This video, this is actually a better view of it than what I've seen before. It looked like it was a video of a video the last time I've seen this. But this is actually 1735. This is PG-13 with Billy the P versus Ox Harley and Mad Bad Pondo, IWA Mid-South. This is 1997 legit shoot ox slash wolfie so you know i think let's get it started i'm excited to hear your info on this so (laughs) so we're gonna count it down here are you ready wolfie yeah let's go three two one go yeah ddt so they're just doing that yeah doing an intro so yeah yeah let's see that uh, yeah Bull fucking ripped my shoulder out, by the way. Oh, man. There's the headbangers. Hopefully, we'll have uh, a guy on here soon. Tracy! <laughs> and this fucking goof. Looks <laughs> like he's bleeding to death in the ring. IWA Hardcore Wrestling. Was this mostly on videotapes at the time? Is this kind of how you, you would see these matches? That's how they did it. I don't know. Yeah. I only remember... Good little house. Look, look at the little... What's shit. hilarious is... Watch this referee, man. This is hilarious. So this referee, you can tell he gets hot at y'all. So just watch. This is hilarious. You know, the announcer's there like, oh, well, I'm going to do my job here. I'm, the announcer guy, I know him. I know yeah. him. I don't know that. Remember the referee or whatever. I can't tell if that's a that's a Rizat right there but waving her arms. <laughs> before I went out there, look, look at him. Look at him. Yeah, I felt like he knew something was fixing to happen. He probably did, man. You get? Did you get along with Ian? I've heard good and bad about him. Man, no, not really. So watch this ref. It's hilarious, man. He starts to get pretty ticked off, and he's like, where are they? You know, look, you'll see. I'm sorry, guys. I've recently watched this, and I'm not trying to spoiler, but Ian's talking to these marks. No, this is cool, because I I have never seen this version of it. Yeah. So, like, you see Ian's got... Right now, I am watching something I've never seen. I remember. Oh, dude, that's Vince, awesome. 
I remember the incident. So look at him. Look at him. He probably knows something to, is fixing to go on. Look, the ref is like, where are they at? Because they keep playing your music. <laughs> yeah. So do you remember why y'all are not going out? Immediately, are you still getting ready? Uh, or? I don't remember that. I don't, I, no, I don't remember okay. that. I was just like I said. I talked to them beforehand, and I said, "Look, we can do this, we can do that, but we're not going to do this." So, right. Right. No color. Mm. Yeah. Look at the ref. Look at the ref. Like the, he's like, "I'm I'm an Elvis Presley impersonator." <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. There you are. Finally, Jamie's got the double birds going automatically. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to punch this dude. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, that guy's got an ovation guitar. It's an ovation acoustic. Those are plastic bottom. They're going to try to use a plastic bottom guitar. That's ridiculous. Here we go. Jamie just holding the double birds. He's letting them know what's up, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he said, he, he, he called a dude teeny teeny. But what? That's the thing. Why is Ian out there? Unless Ian knew something. He had to, man. Yeah, he probably did. He probably did. Yeah. So let's do this. Yeah, Jamie's. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you have a feeling something was going to pop off or did you just think it was going to be fine? Uh, I just remember before the match, this dude right here, this dude yeah. right here had a problem with me. Right. And uh, you'll see when the match yeah. starts. I'm not selling for him. He's not selling for me. Yeah. I end up beating his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way to put it. Pondo's cool, man. We had him on the show. Nah, yeah. Those are cool, man. But you but, can tell Pondo's trying to work in this match. If you watch it, you'll notice that Pondo's actually trying to work. And he'll try to even save the match in a second. But there's yep. no saving it after a while. And I see three. I'm No, I'm not going to say that. I, I shouldn't say that. But it just seems to me like there's three legit workers there. And one that kind of seems like he like works for a moving company through the week or something. And <laughs> Probably so. Probably so. <laughs> not to knock him. I mean, whatever. But Jamie, I tell you what, Jamie on the microphone. You look at me, like, look at me on that. Yeah, see, I'm ready to go. Jamie's all about. This. I just had this feeling that it was fixing to go down, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So let's watch this. Let's oh watch yeah, this. this is good. This is good. Here we go. It's on green flag racing. Look, he keeps trying to uh, grab me. No, no, motherfucker. 
Oh, dude. He almost got Ian. That would be funny. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. But then we got on the floor. It's different. Uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. No, ain't taking that. Nope. 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 Ain't taking that. <laughs> oh, my God. There's Pondo. He's like, what are you doing, buddy? I'll sign for Pondo because I knew Pondo right. ever, whatever. But yeah, yeah, that. And here it is, right here. Watch it. Who brought that in? Jamie <laughs> brought the bat in. Oh, man. Look, and then he tries to grab me, and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. You ain't getting this. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Are you just y'all aren't even really talking at this point, right? You're just like, damn, it's fucking mad right there. Yeah, yeah. You can tell he gets mad right there. Look at his face. Yeah. And look, there comes a bat again. Yeah. He's trying to get your back with it, isn't he? I can see. All right, so I, I walk you through this. Here's what happens. Watch. Look, Ian's out there. He already knows shit's going bad. And I'm fucking hitting Pondo. And, oh, there's the bat. Boom. 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 And I fucking hit him off the bat. <laughs> like, fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> and now it's, it's, it's freaking Tyson and Lennox Lewis right here. Yeah, he's hitting me. Look, you see me go, come on. Dodging him. Punch. Weak as shit. And I was like, hit me again. Hit me again. Oh, and it's broken down totally here. Yeah. Now they they cleared the dressing room. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any... At this Do you all point, have anyone you can trust at this point, or is it just you and Jamie? Uh, me and Jamie. Me and Jamie. No, no, no. These other motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But you'll see what happens here is. All right, you hit, you hit the crowd. Ox, ox, ox. Okay, whatever. Oxfus and get his ass beat, but uh, they cleared the dressing room. You see what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. That is nuts. I was like, motherfucker. I, I actually let him hit me like I don't know a couple of times in the face or something like that, and it was the weakest punches ever. Yeah. So now I am going to lure him. Oh, I hope it's all in here. I lured him into the ring to <laughs> it looked like, hey, 
we got that shit going. Let's, you know, let's do it. Dang. It got real right here. It got real as fuck right here. You can tell it's real. Look, I smacked him right there. And that's a slap. You're not hitting him. And then, boom, you turn your back and he gets in the ring. No, I slapped him. All right, let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, he caught me. I'm not going to lie, but boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) Ouch, ouch, ouch. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you, motherfucker. (laughs) And now he's like, screw this. I'm out of here. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got some color on his head too. You knocked him oh, hard way to color. I'm fucking yeah. in the face a couple times. Yeah, look, he left. He didn't want more of that. I mean And then Jamie, that's the funniest thing. I did the damage, and then Jamie on the fucking talk shit. I mean, that's why y'all were great, dude. You know what I mean? Like, that's so funny. But anyway, that's the uh, end of that, and then we we just had a match after that. Yeah, and then you got the referee here. Yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. Worked with. Yeah. You can tell this referee's like, these boys are just up to nothing but trouble. This motherfucker knew don't fuck with me. And there's his shirt there. Respect me or kiss my. Yeah. I, I, I did not do either one of those things. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> And here we go, you and Pondo now. It's so different watching you and Pondo work versus you and Ox work, man. It's like night and day. No, uh, because I, I, I love Pondo, man. Pondo's yeah. a new- Yeah. I mean, you well, wouldn't have even... I'm going to work with me, but before we went to the ring, this dude just had a fucking thing, and I was like, whatever. And Right. We saw before it was like, you know, he had a problem, and okay, yeah. give me my motherfucking solve it for you. <laughs> if you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it, right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. The split split screen here. Jamie gives him the bird again. I love that. Y'all do that. What is that move called where you do, you're both in the corners and you throw the guy into each other, the team, and they hit each other head on? What is that? It's called a dosey doe. Dosey doe. Okay. Yeah. So I haven't seen the rest of this match, honestly. And there you go. You're doing the bird now. I'm pissed off. <laughs> you can tell. I- I am. 
I have not seen the rest of this match. I have not. This is good. Look at those J's you got on there. Love it. <laughs> those are my Dion's, ain't it? Let me see them. I thought I thought they were Jordans, but mm, Dion's. Yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. The coloring is kind of off on this a little bit. So, you know, th there's so many wrestlers now that work in this attire, you know, the Usos, Enzo, Enzo's one too. They all work in tennis shoes, man. How was that different than working in, in boots, wrestling boots? Any different? Like, uh, I, I mean, keeps your ankles good, but I don't know. Yeah. Thing, man. My would you, target. would you wear were they just straight up shoes or did you get them resold or no, no. Yeah. No Austin hall repro. <laughs> no. Now, Punk, not like that guitar. That's it. I forgot how he finished this. You hit guitar. You hit Ponda with that guitar. Those are, those are ovation guitars and they have like a, almost a graphite plastic bottom. Where's Ian doing the ring? Who knows? Somebody punch him, please. <laughs> oh. Ref bump. Elvis <laughs> is down. Elvis is down. Mm. That was a quick count. Uh, it was, but that was, you know, that was a homeboy count right there. Now the uh, Ian County. Yeah. Yeah, even the guy that we're listening to said fast count on Jamie. <laughs> I think that's Billy the P talking, if I'm not mistaken. Some bullshit. Now you're landing into Ian. Hey, you just said punch him, and now I am. Oh, I can't I am. I really can't, but whatever. If you don't mind me asking, what kind of payday level? I'm not saying specifics, but how was the payday for these kind of shows, man? It's all right. It's all yeah. Right. Yeah. Enough to make you come, but not really. Right. Not, right. Really, not really to come back, basically. So. Who is that dude? He's like doing a Samoan gimmick or something. Or is that a Samoan? Is that Sam I, or something? I think that is a actual Samoan. I think it's uh, a Samoan. Anyway. Or Toy or something like that. I'm not sure. Okay. okay. Well, that was cool, man. If anyone needs to see Wolfie in a shoot, <laughs> that is the one to watch. Any, you know, any thoughts on that as as you've seen it again? I know you you pretty much covered a lot of stuff there, but would you do it the same way, or would you just knock him out next time? <laughs> Ooh, my fucks with me, I'm fucking punching him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you weren't really like, it looked like you were, you know, when he, when he squared up with you and I think, you know what I mean? What squared up is like, he squares up there after Jamie runs around with the bat. Yeah. Uh, did you all work a punch after that? 
was it was it all shoot after that with you and him no i did i fucking hit him every time okay because that's why he was hit him every nose. time when he yeah. came with that he got fucking hit yeah because he was bleeding on the forehead and his nose was busted after you like lit into him with i mean you were kicking the crap out of him too you know so <laughs> so you and ox after this match, you go to the back. What's it like at that point? Are y'all just like, we can go again? Or, or what's it uh, like t- after this match? Uh, man, me and uh, I think Doug was on the show, too. We had a severed dressing room. So okay. I, I no interaction with that. He knew not to come fuck with me. Yeah. Because I'd have so, the goddamn dressing room, so... Right, and that would have been for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so after this, later on, you said you and Ox are kind of cool now. Did you all ever work on the same show again? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. So basically, in this regard, time just kind of healed that wound, essentially. Uh, I mean, we're know. cool. I mean, I'm his friend. Uh, I don't want to say I'm his friend, but we're cool. We're cool. Yeah. And, of course, we had Pondo on the show. And, dude, you know, for Pondo to take so many hits to the head, that guy has a killer memory. You know, if you ever want to listen to a good show of ours, in my opinion, one of the better shows that people may not have listened to, you know, go back to episode 13, Madman Pondo. That is a great show. You know, it's not one of our top listened to downloaded shows, but... If you go to that, Pondo and Wolfie have a great rapport with each other. Pondo has a great memory of things. Of course, you know, Wolfie's always got some cool stories, but my gosh, man, that show is really underrated. So definitely go back, episode 13, check out the Madman Pondo episode. But in this regard, you know, IWA Mid-South, where did that end up? I know CM Punk, Samoa Joe, a lot of guys came through that area, but, you know, I can't even, are they still running shows? I have no idea, man. No idea. Because I remember hearing like John Wayne Murdoch or somebody going and working there and stuff maybe 10 years ago. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. We covered two cool matches. I think we'll call this one PG-13 is hardcore. Two matches couldn't be any different. But at the same time, they showed that you guys not only could work in a true match, you could actually work that hardcore style too. So... Up next, we'll be back with Current Affairs. DJ, hit the music. It's a current affair. It's a current affair. Love it in color. It's a current affair. All right, we're back with Current Affairs. And Wolfie Man, there is so much news in wrestling right now. You know, it is crazy how much news. There are some that I, as I was writing them down, I could not wait to talk to you about. So the first one, you know, the first one is is honestly, you know, recently CM Punk said some pretty harsh things about wrestlers court. He said it was the most insecure, small dick energy, average white man in embarrassment to the wrestling business shit Mm. of all time Mm. and yeah so he basically is saying wrestlers court is horrible and it should be taken away uh okay well probably because he's uh a pussy (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. If, yeah. if you did not like come up in the business like when I did and stuff like that, dude, that shit was hardcore. Right. There was hardcore ribs. There was hardcore this, hardcore that. And wrestlers court, man, it was legit. I mean, it might hurt your feelings or something like that. And that's the way that everybody is now. Oh, it hurts my feelings. I don't <laughs> do something but, and it just fucks me up that the that the wrestling business has also gotten into that where if it hurts my feelings i don't want to talk about it or i don't want to do it man dude this is the fucking wrestling business man you right. know what i mean right we were fucking badasses back then and yeah yeah so i don't even want to fucking hear that bullshit what i think is funny man is isn't it pretty legendary that Undertaker would run a lot of those? Am I right about that? Yeah, he did. He did. Like and he was the judge in a lot of cases. Was involved in was Lawler. Lawler was the judge and stuff back then. So yeah, man, just these dudes now, man, they just trip me out, man. And I see all this stuff. These girls and these guys. Oh, uh, I got humiliated, or I got this, I got that. Man, shut the fuck up, man. You're in the wrestling business, man. Man, right. come, come on, come on. Right. And I'm come, not, again. Come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. I am never going to walk up to Undertaker and say the most insecure, small dick energy, average white man, embarrassment to the wrestling business shit of all time. I am never going to say that to the Undertaker because I feel like I wouldn't wake up for a week, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Man, back in my day, man, we just remembered everybody and yeah there's all kinds of stories about everybody and i mean it's just it is what it is man and right I, right that uh this this culture of today is just changed it so much man it you, has. i go on facebook and i see oh so-and-so says this about her or his tenure in this and blah 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 shut the fuck up man shut yeah. the yeah. It's the wrestling business, man. It is. And what's crazy to me about it, Wolfie, is like they would have never existed back it's in your not, day. It's not. It is. It was. Yeah. Yeah. They would have never existed back in your day. They wouldn't have made it, you know? But well, anyway, I just had to rattle your chain with that one. I thought that one was something that would be funny to start off, especially since we've actually talked about Wrestlers Court with you before. So our second one is recently a student of this person posted on Reddit that Ken Anderson has scammed his students at his training school. Yeah, Basically, They've been enrolled for two years and have yep. yet to be trained. The website for the school has been shut down and some were scheduled for like a consultation and they right. pay a fee and they show up and then it's an empty location and nobody ever comes in. So right. have you heard about this? Yeah, I mean, I've seen it. I don't know the dude, but stuff like that happens, man. And in, in the wrestling business is the craziest business you could ever be in in your life. Right. right. Uh, so I, I I really don't know what the circumstances are. I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt, but at the right. same time, I've seen so many guys just do shit to people and fucking rip them off. So I don't know, man. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. I've actually heard a story that The Undertaker said. I know I'm bringing up The Undertaker a lot here. He was talking about Buzz Sawyer, I think, was going to train him at Buddy Wayne's. And mm-hmm. he was training him. And he showed up for his training after paying him like three grand or something and showed up for his training. And he had already moved out of that house and was gone to another territory. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, you know, and I heard Buzz was pretty crazy anyway but at the same time you know it's pretty crazy to think about somebody doing that to take her but i mean that's what they used to do to you man i mean it it was a secret society back then so yeah i can totally believe it then uh but the things we're talking about now is like i mean why would you do that blah 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 but i can totally see it back then i can totally see Especially where, you know, what were they going to do? Write a letter to somebody? Nowadays, they can blast you on social media and everything. Right. Back then, you just take your lumps and say, well, that was my first lesson is don't trust anybody in the wrestling business, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know if you'd ever had any run-ins with Ken Anderson. I know you guys were kind of in and out of of territories around the same time, but. I don't even know if I met the guy. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, um, I've never heard that really uh, about many. I'm sure it's happened, but at the same time, modern day wrestling, you know, on a legitimate level, whatever. But so that's the current affair for Ken Anderson there. So the next one. A little while ago. Hey, hey, go fuck yourself. Get that guy out of here. Piece of shit. So what happened was, is, you know, Mox has just come back from rehab. Right. Uh, He's lost a lot of weight. And uh, somebody said uh, out of the crowd, he yelled really loud and said, hey, back the garbage truck up and get that piece of trash out of the ring. And Mox then goes to say, hey, go F yourself on live TV. AEW seems to be pretty loose about, you know, your your minimal curse words. But coming up to the F word, (laughs) that one was pretty harsh. Now, I wanted to ask you, back in your day, let's say you're at TV5, what would they have done if you'd have dropped an F-bomb? And have you ever seen somebody do it? They'd have went crazy. Fuck. Uh, One show I called Techno Team 2000. Heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I called them techno turds. And <laughs> fuck, man, uh, Dave Brown went off on me. So, yeah, yeah I mean, totally different then. But uh, with what he went through, right? Been through that myself. Yeah. And you got a fan yelling at you about that. Yeah. That fuck, it's a nerve, man. That hits I'm a sure. Nerve. You're I'm not sure. allowed to do that. I'm sorry. You're just not allowed to do that. And I. I totally stand behind what he said. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. 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 I'm totally down with that. Yeah. I guess. Do you think he got a chewing in the back? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what their uh, policy is, what their back is like. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But, but no, fuck that, man. This guy went out there and he put it on social media, everything. Hey, I got a problem. Yeah deal with it and, and and this and that and then he comes back and then you got some fan yelling some bullshit so yeah man fuck that fan right 
I, I'm totally on his side on this. <laughs> and I think, yeah, I think like 99 and a half percent of the world is maybe other than that guy is on Moxley's side on that. And, you know, good for him for saying it. But I was just curious more or less if has it ever come close to where you almost said a curse word? <laughs> I mean, where I've uh, ever said curse words. Yeah. Oh, like, I've... like almost dropped the F bomb in a promo is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I mean, there were places. I mean, ECW especially. Yeah. We could say whatever we wanted. Right. And then certain little shows or whatever, they don't care. But yeah, and, and I try not to do that because, like, I feel like that's cheap heat or whatever. Sure. Uh, but I, I'll say whatever, man. And, and, and I know the environment that I'm in. Uh, I know the production that I'm working for. So I know I know where I can go and where I can't go. Yeah. But in his situation, seriously, he came out there and he was talking about his personal shit that, I mean, congratulations, man. Dude, right. I've been, you know what I mean? I've been there. Yeah. I've got a lot, a lot of friends that have been there. So if somebody just yells out some bullshit trying to that was a fan trying to get their self on the show or something like that. You know what I mean? Totally. So, yeah. Go fuck that fan. And uh, and I congratulate him for doing whatever he's doing. And I hope he's doing good, man. It's a hard. It's very hard. I've yeah. been there times wwe has sponsored me in the uh wellness program more than once yeah and, uh so i'll just say man that you know i congratulate him and i hope he does well i hope he does well it's hard it's a very hard road man it really is yeah you know vince if he does a million things that we disagree with doing that for the boys to me is something that you know uh, you know might be that guy's ticket to heaven because to me and, yeah it's you know it's a money man it, yeah it is yeah well I, I i talk about how they fucked me on the the rap thing and stuff like that but let me tell you they've put a bunch of money into me right uh, put me through the different rehabs and stuff like that because that's just not cheap right uh, and and they've done that for me so it, that's the part of me that can't fucking be mad at them i can't i just yeah. can't and uh, yeah and i'm glad that you know if he needs that help get it man i've been there i've done that made a lot of friends in it and i'm not gonna call out any names but sure uh, other WWE guys were with me there on some of those trips, and yeah, man, it's I mean, they'll do it for you, but yeah. you know, like, like, yeah, that is bullshit. A guy calling him out, I'm glad he said that to him. I'm, I really am. I'm really glad that he said that because yeah. go fuck yourself, motherfucker. You probably haven't experienced the shit that we've experienced. Yeah, exactly. And and I mean, you know, I don't care what you say, whether diagnosed or not, somebody has something in their family if you have to go back a generation or whatever. So to me, that's such a if people say you got a monkey on your back, it's an invisible monkey that weighs a it's a King Kong on your back, you know? Yeah, it's hereditary. My mother and my father. Right. You know, both had their issues or whatever, and it is hereditary. I don't care what nobody says. And it is, you know, some people, they don't want to say it's a disease. It is a disease. I promise you that. I yeah, promise you. It's a genetic disease. It is. You're right. Of what a disease is, is exactly that. It really is, man. 
it's 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 a tough road man it's a tough road and i've battled with it for years and years man and and sometimes i do good sometimes i don't man i don't bat a thousand every time but i think i get a batting average yeah, you get up and you recognize that you're not perfect and you get up and you go and we all fall down. You know, I know that's a heavy subject, so I kind of want to end with something. This one is pretty crazy and I don't I don't know how or why or it's, it's just weird. But so recently Shane McMahon was in the Royal Rumble. He got in the Rumble and he actually threw out decently important people. Kevin right. Owens was one, I think. Anyway, he got some heat with the boys in the back yeah. because, you know, Shane has always got heat, you know, with the fans because he interjects himself in important matches. And really, he has no business doing it. Apparently, he comes to the show, he interjects himself in the match, and he starts kind of running things on the match. And a lot, he got a lot of heat with the boys. Well, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, I read that Shane McMahon has quietly been let go from WWE, and it stems from that at the Royal Rumble. Wow, man. (laughs) (laughs) Your daddy fires you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think when I was like 12, my dad fired me from cutting the grass until he could teach me better. (laughs) But I was, you know, I was hired back at like within a month (laughs) and I was doing it right at that point. But yeah, I mean, is Stephanie next? (laughs) You know, Triple H has been put back because of his heart. We talk about every week it seems like that i don't watch it i don't know yeah what i know about shane shane like really liked me and jamie and from that that really doesn't mean anything about what i'm fixing to talk about but i think this could be a word this could be yeah. a t- yeah, you said that, and I, it, it opened up my mind a bit, actually. Yeah, and, and he could, if Shane goes to AEW here in the next little bit, I would not be shocked. I would not be fucking shocked, because that could open up, like, recreating the Monday Night Wars. Sure. And if you got Daddy against his son in a different, different "Quote unquote wrestling organization that that could like you know lead to a little shit. I just I don't know, man. I did right. Hey, man, I say this all the time. I'm just not connected enough. Yeah, anymore where I know like what I'm talking about. But I've been in the wrestling business for fucking thirty years, and I just know that man. This seems kind of shady to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you combine, the- gonna fucking fire his son. I, right. I just don't even get it. I don't even get it. I, I, unless there's an angle or ulterior motives, I promise you, Shane did not get fired because Vince don't believe in him no more or something like that. Nah, I don't. I don't buy that. I yeah. don't buy at all. At all. Right. I don't. Right. Yeah. That would blow minds right there. It could be a ploy to do it just for the sole fact of both of them getting ratings. It could be only that reason alone, not even a takeover. But Shane McMahon could be sent over there just like he did on that Nitro he showed up on. And back when you were on WWE Raw and WCW Nitro, they don't get a third of those ratings like y'all were getting back then. Now, they don't get the ratings like they did back then. So if they did it as a ploy to make you know people do that would blow minds man i hope you're right i hope you are i think it would be great you know i mean if i'm wrong i'm wrong right totally think it's a fucking work 
Well, you, you've got that, you know, presidential race. It's a work. <laughs> Super Bowl. It's a work. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, you've got that uh, <laughs> life. It's a work, right? <laughs> Life's a work. Wrestling is real, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So, I mean, that's, you know, I, I think it would be hilarious if that were true. I, I would, I don't know, bro. I might have to figure out a, a big prize for that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, firing your son is a pretty big deal. So, well, anyway, that wraps it up for current affairs. You know, we thank you all so much for listening. Coming up in the next week, new series that we are introducing as called Young Wolfie. So you guys know that we have Ask Wolfie Anything. You know, we have the guest. You know, we have the watch alongs. The next few episodes are going to be called Young Wolfie, you know, there's young rock, there's young Sheldon, there's all these, you know, young Einstein or whatever, but we are going to have young Wolfie. And what this is going to do is it's going to introduce people from Wolfie's past that you may not know of, you may not have ever heard of, but all of them have amazing stories. You guys are not going to want to miss it. Went to Johnny O, man. Yeah. Hey, that dude. that is the connective tissue. Johnny O, John Overton High School in Nashville, Tennessee. So yeah, we have a we have a huge lineup of people that went to my school that actually did shit. You know. Yeah. Jason, all Pippen, walks of life. You know, uh, Eric Byford. Uh, right. And we're trying to get uh, Jay on here, and also Mingo Johnson. Man, Mingo Johnson was a freaking stud at Memphis uh, basketball. Yeah. He was a stud at Overton. He yeah. was the Michael Jordan of uh, my high school, man. So we're trying to get all those people on here. I love that, man. I love that. It just it makes my heart feel good. Yeah, man, I do too. You know, the conversations that we've had with Eric, who is, you know, the owner of Coach's Corner Sports Grill, that story is going to blow people's minds and probably shed some tears. Doing big things, man. And the cool thing is, is there's this connective tissue from Johnny O, John Overton High School that connects all these people. And, you know, like Mingo Johnson, I only lived in Nashville from like 2000 to 2015. I even heard of that guy. So, you know. Derek Bottoms, too, who played uh, for the Astros, man. He was a, a awesome baseball player at our school. I yeah. just, man, it, it's just funny the number of people that were in my two to three year graduating class that, you know, did something awesome. And, right. And that's what I want to do with this. Yeah, look for the Young Wolfie series. It's coming soon. It may be a couple in a row, then we do a guest, and then we bring back a Young Wolfie. I mean, really, look at it as a series, you know, as just like we do Ask Wolfie, just like we do the watch-alongs. You know, you all have responded to those. It, it makes my heart swell, and the, they're not even about me. So you've responded so well to the watch-alongs, to the Ask Wolfies. Really don't forget about these Young Wolfies, because you're really going to hear a cool story. We promise that. I love this, Jimmy. I love this show. And Me too. Uh, we've done really good at it. You know, we've had a lot of listeners and it's, it's awesome, man. So, and we have some massive big things planned too. plans that may not be in the direct pipeline, but are going to be soon. Go like us and subscribe to us on YouTube. That's about all I want to say about that subject, but go like live and in color with Wolfie D on YouTube, subscribe to it. We need some subscribers there, you know, yeah. 
We got a ton of y'all listening to the podcast. I know y'all go to YouTube. So just go on over there and hit subscribe. Like us at Live Wolfie D on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You know, you'll get all the updates there. But we've got some big things cooking. I mean, Wolfie and I, we like to consider ourselves pretty creative people. So when we say there's something big we've got planned, it's 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 going to be awesome. I promise. Take us out, Wolfie. Man, thank you, everybody that has listened to us. I love every one of you. Honestly, man, it, it, it melts my heart because I've seen how many people are listening and it really melts my heart. And I did the wrestling thing for 25 years or whatever. And uh, I appreciate the people that are still listening and still care. Thank you, guys. I love you. Live it in color, baby. And now a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, the podcast that's based on the old school, but can still help you find the good stuff from today. Jimmy Street and the Plastic Sheik, Jared, are the undisputed tag team champions of the wrestling podcast world. From thought-provoking topics to superstar interviews to action figure expertise. This team does it all. And all they ask is, give me back my pro wrestling. Every other Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. That's right, it's the talk of Middle Tennessee, the channel you love to hate and the channel you hate to love. It's Brian Turner from Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. And if you're looking for matches from Wolfie D to Jerry Lawler to Dusty Rhodes and the team that put a pimp before your eyes and a goatee between your thighs, Booty Call and Athena, go to LostWrestling.com. See, I made it easy for you. Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. Booyah! Join me, Gene Jackson, for the Jackson Interaction Podcast, where I'll be doing one-on-one interviews with people from the world of professional wrestling, as well as stand-up comedy. You can get them anywhere podcasts are available in both video and audio form, but you can find them all at GeneJacksonPod.com. So that was another great episode. Hey, Wolfie, tell them where they can find you on social media. Jimmy, they can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. I'm just kidding. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is Warren Wolf, W-O-L-F-E. I'm on Instagram, at WarrenWolf13. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at LiveWolfieD. Here's the thing. Wolfie always has offers for his autographed photos. He has a selection of some awesome photos from throughout his career that he will autograph and personalize any way that you want him to. Just contact him either directly at his personal Facebook page or through any one of our other pages, and we'll make sure you get in contact directly with Wolfie. Get those photos, right, Wolfie? Yeah, I've got some good stuff on there, you know, to help with the podcast. Folks, if you can't get out to a show to meet Wolfie D, there's nothing like that, especially for the fans of PG-13 and Wolfie D. And before we go, you can always find me, your host, Jimmy Street, at James Rock Street on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And hey, Jimmy, before we go real quick, I just want to add in there, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate 
first of all, the work you've done for this podcast. You have worked your butt off. Secondly, the people that are liking the page. Beyond that, even more is the people that are listening. And we really appreciate that. Yeah, and remember, guys, the podcast drops a new episode every Monday at noon. And our past episodes are streaming now on demand on all major podcast formats. Thanks again. I got a cap for you, don't. He got a cap for you, don't. I got a cap for you, don't. And here we go. The original white boy that came out sagging, not bragging, don't be hating, cause I'm spitting the truth. Still loving it, color. Don't rush your mother. Utilize a hubcap, unlike any other. Back in the day, I was NOD, and I was P to the G plus the one and the three. In case you forgot, they call me Wolfie D. Been cloned and copied so many times. Title suckers taking credit for what is mine. You know who you are without me name dropping wrestling's first white boy coming out hip hop. Been doing it like this since 92. Late low for a while when you thought I was through. Listen real close to these rhymes that I've injected. This shit's so sick it makes your ears get infected. Mad skills, no faking, there is no one great. Cause I'm bringing more folks and over one for later. Not here to play games, so you better beware. You don't like me, so what? I really don't care. Like time I keep ticking and I can't be stopped. You suck a step to the side unless you wanna get dropped. When my finish, I'll straight knock you out. Please allow me to tell you what it's all about. Gonna wind it up. Then I'm driving it home, it's Ruby D, baby. Huh, I got a cap for your dome. I got a cap for your dome. We got a cap for your dome. We got a cap for your dome. This has been a James Rock Street production.